I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello, dear listener, and welcome to another episode of Everyone is Hot, the podcast that talks about your favorite stealth sex symbols and the film that turned you on to them. To them. <laughs> um, that turned you on. <laughs> that turned you on to them. Diction is um, the tip of the tongue and the teeth. <laughs> uh, I'm Michael Stevens. <laughs> and I'm Shelly Brooks. We're off to a very polished start so far. <laughs> I, I felt like that was a little sarcastic, but I do feel like we're off to a polished, professional, buttoned-up start. Mm-hmm. Um, those of y'all can't see, but I am wearing my business casual uh, outfit, uh, my suit, <laughs> my blazer, my yes. chain, uh, my Tony Soprano chain. And um, I am wearing uh, gloves and pearls. <laughs> Definitely not wearing a ratty sweatshirt that has uh, stains on it. Yes. No, we look very professional. <laughs> uh, it is a rare Sunday when we are recording. and it's Lord's Day. Uh, we are so excited we are. for our guest today. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very dear friend of mine, comedian and improviser, Aditya Otiv, everybody. Oh, oh my God. Hello. <laughs> Uh, hello hello children hello adults um (laughs) the kids are so happy to have you here (laughs) you know it's it's great to be with with all of you and you know i will before we kick things off i will just say that i am in a three-piece suit with a top hat and i have a cigarette dangling from my uh my mouth and um You know, um, a nice touch, I think. <laughs> I'm in my bed and I have uh, uh, I have dress shoes on, and you know we do this because yes. we don't really care over here. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, just to just to just to put keep the you know put a vibe out there. That's that's mm-hmm. kind of where we're at right no, now. Thank oh. you, 
thank you for that description uh thank you for wearing this outfit um and for the listeners we will i will definitely post a picture of aditya's (laughs) shoes uh because they are very nice and uh i have many photos of my good friend's uh shoes on my phone well, speaking yeah. of shoes, uh, they play a significant part in the movie that we're going to be talking about they today. Do. They, they do! They do! Oh, it made me well up the shoes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Aditya, who are we going to be talking about? Who is your stealth sex symbol and what movie are we discussing today? So, my stealth sex symbol is Irfan Khan and we will be discussing him in the movie The Namesake. Um that's how I feel about him. We've been wanting to do him for so long on this podcast because he is one yeah. of my biggest crushes. I am so <laughs> thrilled that we're talking about him today. <laughs> yeah, man. He's, I mean, yeah, he's so, he's like the best. And, I, you know, I will say like in, in this film, like watching it in 2023 versus in 2006 were like completely different experiences. And oh, like, I can imagine. So yeah, I like. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much we want to get into it right now, but like, it's just. I feel like when I saw him, he he was like a fully like developed mm. human being, yeah. and yeah. so there was like something so like cool about. Oh man, like here's this brown dude who's like sharp as hell and like mm. carries himself in this and like really cool way and it's like kind of soft spoken you know Mm -hmm. he's not like most of these bollywood actors who are like (laughs) you know six packs running through windows getting shot up bleeding and then like you know like so yeah i don't know i think that's part of the reason i was drawn to the drawn to him yeah, I mean, I, I'm blanking on the name right now, but I found myself thinking about that movie that he did with Shah Rukh Khan and, like, how you just see the difference in, like, the types of actors that they are. Because, I mean, it, it's sort of the whole point of that film is that, you know, Shah Rukh Khan's, like, playing, like, yeah. a big, you know, movie star. But, yeah, like, the shaved chests and the six-packs and all of that, like, he feels so grounded in comparison. You're not going to get that. You're going to just get, like, Google. Would you like to hear about how you got your name? Like, you're just like, uh, y- yes, yes, I would. Tell me, Daddy, tell me. <laughs> I would. I would like to hear. Well, so um, if anyone has not seen The Namesake, Michael, could you tell the listeners what the movie uh, directed by Mira Nair uh, from 2006 is about? Yes. Uh, American-born Gogol, the son of Indian immigrants wants to fit in among his fellow New Yorkers despite his family's unwillingness to let go of their traditional ways. Oh my god. Like, universal. Fucking oh, yeah. universal. So oh, I will, yeah. one, one thing I will say is, you know, this is a movie about names, about, you know, what you call people, and uh, I did take a class on post what was it? Post-colonial, post-Soviet cinema, taught by a Ukrainian guy who Holy would get moly. very mad if you said Gogol because Gogol was Ukrainian. So it's not Gogol, it is Hohol. So oh. Whoa. <laughs> that was a fun little Hohol. <laughs> yeah, if you dared to Hell say yeah, Gogol in that go. classroom, you got in trouble. We will get into details about the namesake shortly. Uh, but before we do that, we like to get a little warmed up, do we not, Michael? Absolutely. <laughs> and we do that with the sexy trivia game. 
Michael, would you like to read our first bit of trivia? Absolutely. Uh, uh, Before I get started, I just want to say thank you to the sexy trivia game players over here. Uh, Let's give a nice round of applause for these boys. Uh, Oh, boy. (laughs) Get them out of here. You guys guys go play in the other room. Yeah, kids are getting sexy. Time for you to go. (laughs) All right. Uh, Number eight. Uh, Tabu admitted that in all the years she had lived in India, she had never seen the Taj Mahal. It, the scene in the movie where the family goes to see the Taj Mahal was her first time seeing the famous tomb. Wow. Amazing. Ooh, Pretty surprising. A, great thing that about is. movies, you get to travel. <laughs> yeah. Like reading a book. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can yes. travel without moving an inch. <laughs> so cheap. I've been to the famous tomb. <gasps> Have you? Did you see yeah, Taco there? <laughs> no, I didn't see I did uh I don't know how I should be talking right now, but no, I did not. Well, Aditya, would you like to give us number B? Yeah, uh, uh, number B, uh, the novel's author, Jhumpa Lahiri, and many of her extended family were used in party and funeral scenes as the family in the U.S. Mira Nair had stayed at Lahiri's home and met her family. She thought that they had a look that she was trying to achieve and that they were lovely people. I love when that happens. That's such a nice thing. Yes. I love Ooh, meeting nice a person. <laughs> yeah. Love meeting a person. Love love knowing that they're lovely. <laughs> love love all, love all of it. I love, I love looking at lovely. a family. Just looking yeah. at a family is very good. Like they all have the same genes. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Also, Jhumpa Lahiri, a fellow Barnard College alum. Oh. (laughs) No big deal. (laughs) Now, uh, the head of creative writing at Barnard. Ooh. Anyway. Number C. (laughs) Niran Nair originally wanted Abhishek Bachchan to play the part of Gogol. She changed her mind because she wanted someone who would seem to the audience to have been raised in the U.S., she cast Cal Penn as he was very keen to do the role and also because her son was advocating for her to cast him because apparently he loved Harold and Kumar. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting because I was reading uh, that uh, Cal Penn was, this is from Wikipedia, Cal Penn was recommended for the movie by John Cho and yeah, oh, okay, yeah, strongly requested by Nair's son. Oh, wow. crazy. This would Yo. be a very different movie with Abhishek Bachchan in it. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Oh, man. You know what? Uh, first of all, can I say a John Cho recommendation sounds absolutely amazing. I would That's love amazing. a recommendation from John <laughs> Your Cho. Your job. Yes. Uh, speaking of hotties, John Cho, my God. Yeah, oh. seriously. Um <laughs> So I guess yeah, that's that's the first thing I would love a John Cho recommendation. I don't know for not even for a job, just to just hang out or whatever. Yeah, so I'm into that. I, and yeah, I do feel bad because my first thought upon reading that 
uh, Abhishek Bachchan was considered was like my I know he's done five million movies but like my main association with him is always going to be Dostana and so just imagining him going from that uh, to the namesake but also that's not that different from going from Harold and Kumar to the namesake so so maybe I shouldn't be so quick to judge and honestly him going from Harold and Kumar to this was like a marketing ploy for me like I was the yeah. person yeah. Who was like, oh yeah, hell yeah, I want more. <laughs> oh, yeah. I loved I, I loved weed and sex hijinks. Now I would like <laughs> family, existential, contextual, right. crazy shit. And, being a first generation kid. Yeah. Yeah. And I want this to not truly soak in in 2006, but only after 17 years to truly feel <laughs> what what it was like what was the, what was the life that i missed out on and how is it affecting me right now guys i'm going to be using you guys as my therapist for this next please you uh, should know I that love our, it, so. we charge a lot so we love a surprise therapy yeah. we don't take yeah. insurance but we're very good <laughs> okay yeah no you know what like that is totally fine with me i mean I will say, like, so I think the thing that I'm realizing in 2023 as I watch this that mm. is that, like, this is the dad I wanted. Like, <laughs> I wanted mm. this man to be my father. And, like, again, yeah. it comes it comes down to, like, he's so approachable. He's so sweet. He's so, like, um, emotionally available. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, it's just like everything you it's everything you want so like i don't know i think i when it comes back to like that question of why him i think about like man this dude is just like so well put together he's just like you know we just like when we see someone where we're like man this person has it all together like yeah i gravitate to this person they have like a magnetic energy to them like that's how he comes across as a dad like as an actor and as a dad in that yeah. movie yeah i mean i was talking to a friend of the pod Fado kumarjikoda earlier um we were talking about the movie um and i told her like he's so sexy in this because he really embodies this like gentle masculinity that is like so appealing yeah. like he never yeah. he yeah, he like, he... <laughs> oh, go on, Michael. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Yeah, the whole time I'm just like, this guy is just chilling, the <laughs> like the whole way through, through the decades to the very end, just like relaxed, like mm -hmm. right up until the point that where he's like about to die. Um, yeah. like he calls her and he's like, oh, I think I have a stomach ache. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, well, I actually just, read just... it so differently. Like, I feel like chilling is. That felt like the opposite to me that he's just like suppressing so much because he's giving of himself to the people that he loves that like oh yeah that's part you of just, it like, see it in like flashes like the scene in the car where he talks about being in the train wreck like and just like the way that like the tears are welling in his eyes and you're like oh this man yeah. like is constantly trying to make everyone around him happy and comfortable and like i mean you talk about the hospital scene uh, the way that like he's just like resting his hand on the glass around the phone and like you can see like all the like turmoil yeah, he that he's in but yeah he but that he's, yeah but that he's just yeah. like saying to her like it's not a big deal i'm totally fine i don't want you to worry it's oh god it's heartbreaking <laughs> it's a quiet intensity and like mm -hmm. i think that's i think that's the thing that we are not used to uh in with like most men like yeah. i think it's just like you know there's the whole like hey i'm I'm killing it right now. I'm like, I'm the shit. I'm like that loud Will Smith energy. Ugh. It, you know what? 
your font would have never slapped, Chris. You know, and I yeah. and I can say I can say that for a fact. Your font would have probably. If that was Irfan, he would have been annoyed. He would take he would have taken him to the side and been like, "Bro, like you can't say this. It's not a yeah. funny joke." Yeah, it's this an appropriate not a funny joke. Yeah, this you is don't just... see him being like, "Keep the name Nick out of your fucking mouth." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like if I think that's the only thing that would have made me feel like, "Hey, I don't I think I'm not growing Irfan." Like I I think like I think that's the only thing that could have happened. But like <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't. My I didn't have to be tested in that way, and I can just I can have like my thing of you know what Irfan would have never done that. He yeah. just wouldn't. He, he would have he, he would have taken him aside like a kindergarten teacher and been like, "Hey, we don't do this here at the Oscars, okay? We yeah. don't do this." <laughs> and it is interesting. I mean, I do feel like he really excels at like this type of role that like quiet intensity and that like mm. really like visible intelligence. I mean, he's played so many roles kind of like yeah. along these lines. Like I think about him at the end of, you know, Life of Pi and how he's yeah. got that really sort of like serene presence that's like so enchanting. But I mean, he, one of the beauties of him as an actor is that he's got this incredible range that like he's always got that kind of that stillness and that intensity. But I mean, he can play like an over the top character. Like we talked in, mm-hmm. in our email chain about him in Hayther and how he was like kind of this like flashy character role with a big fucking scarf and like scars makeup right. and, like, that he can do stuff like that. Or like Makbul where he and he and Tabu reunited, I guess pre-united. I think it was maybe before this movie, but um, yeah, that they have that like sexual intensity and stuff that, yeah, he really can like run the gamut. This uh, is I'm hilarious. Actually... Yeah, yeah go for it. Notes on, I, I'm just, don't mind me. Uh, if you hear me typing, I'm just typing down the movies that y'all are, are mentioning so to make a little <laughs> you, list for myself. You know what's funny is I have seen Life of Pi, but I have not seen the other two. And mm-hmm. so, like, I was re-watching the end of Life of Pi where he's, like, talking about, like, this is what I've learned through the journey. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, hell yeah. Like, there is some real, like, you know, like, closure or whatever, like, the thing the idea of us wanting to be able to wrap you know stuff up with like a bow that's not always going to happen to us and i was like i did not know i like i did not know what the fuck was going on when i saw this in my 20s and like to sort of like to 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 like engage with that idea i think you know sort of later in your life you're like oh man like there the all all the misconnections all like the things Mm -hmm. that i wish could have uh been uh you know, I, I would have had that conversation with somebody or whatever. In many cases, that's not going to happen. And mm. that's just a part of being alive. Yeah. Dealing with that now, I was just like, this makes so much sense. And like, I think the thing about his acting, which is so amazing, is like he was able to to sit with those feelings and yeah. and like in these really like quiet, intense ways, like portray mm. that, which I absolutely love. My head is spinning right now because <laughs> because the namesake also makes me think about how like my parents uh, came to this country and I like mm. have been like comparing my parents' story with theirs with like mm. the characters in the movie, which feels like super different. Um, yeah, my parents like because my parents came here in '85 around the same time, I would say. Um, but instead of landing in Queens, they landed in Oklahoma Whoa. at like 
at Oklahoma State University where my dad was doing postdoc work. And oh, I think wow. and they were only there for like a year. Mm-hmm. But like I think about this year of like 1985 to 1986 and I'm like what like what did they experience? I think yeah. there was like so much more to that time than they yeah. like will talk to me about and I'm just mm-hmm. like all right, let's think about it. 85 we're in like Reagan, like Reagan like you know like we're at the height of Reagan and yeah. so like who are their role models like white men straight white right. men of that time whereas in Queens you have like you know people who come together and they have something of a community where and mm-hmm. like I think in Oklahoma they you know didn't really have that yeah. so I've been like <laughs> I just think about like how this stuff catches like all this stuff catches up with us and mm. like you know, I think one of the ways for them is like it made them super self-reliant and so mm-hmm. and kind of made us into like the most important thing was like our nuclear family. And it kind of feels yeah. like that. And I wonder sometimes, like, have we landed in Queens or something, mm-hmm. you know, like how different would that been be? Different. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. God, Oklahoma in 85. That must have been like crazy culture <laughs> shock. Because, I mean, even seeing like in the movie them, you know, landing in Queens where like you say there was more of a community there but i mean yeah just those early scenes of tabu when she like is first in new york and like the way that they're like so wearing all the sweaters inside and it's the middle of winter and there's snow everywhere and everything just i love the scene of her eating the rice krispies oh and putting the, the chili yes. and the peanuts on it oh, oh. Uh, yes what a nice little yes. detail i know uh, yes oh, and it's such a like and i feel like it's such a true detail because like i feel mm. like with every food that i eat i need some spice to it yeah. and like really? oh yeah i just need i need like i'm always asking for the hot sauce and <laughs> uh you know like uh you know my partner is always is is persian and so like the there's like a heat there's a there's a spice sort of like difference between both yeah. of us which is kind of like so for indians it's always just like as much spice as possible whereas uh, with persians it's kind of like please like there's more of a sour very spicy food yeah yeah there's more like yeah. so there's like a similarity i think in like the way and like the texture of foods but it's like mm. completely different spice profile Ooh, i have a i have a spice related question um so this this makes me think of two things uh the scene where in uh the scene of the namesake where Irfan Khan is like, I'm going to go get some ice cream. Uh, mm. We're going to get some ice cream. I, I don't know why. Uh, it reminded me of, of you a lot, Aditya, uh, mm. because, uh, you know, I know you're a big, you're, you're a big time ice cream boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. this is the, this is like, um, we didn't put that so, in the credits at the beginning. We should have said, yeah, no, we should have. improviser, big time ice cream boy. Yeah. Ice cream boy. Yeah. He's just like, an ice I, cream boy. I can't think of how many, uh scenes how many like improv scenes you and i have done together that are basically like let's go get ice cream and like talk about uh how things are going in your life Um, yeah let's talk about our lives and talk about our fathers (laughs) but um i feel like we're learning a lot here (laughs) going back back, uh to the spice related question have either of you had uh chili crisp on ice cream before (gasps) that sounds amazing that sounds incredible and the good news is i have bought a new thing of like chili oil so i Ooh. think 
you know, I, that is probably the way to celebrate. Is yes. Nice. Chili crisp, a little brown sugar. Um, oh. I don't know. Fuck around. Try some peanuts and cinnamon. Like, like, try that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I could fuck around with that. I mean, I, yeah. it, and it, it it also depends. What is your uh, what 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 flavor you're starting with? If it's a chocolate chip cookie dough, you probably don't Ooh. have to do as much. If it's yeah. a vanilla, right. that's a, it's vanilla. a if, vanilla. If it is a vanilla, up. let's go. <laughs> Come on, some spice. I will say that <laughs> I felt very inspired to like want to run to the grocery store after watching the movie to get Rice Krispies and and put some uh, yes. some spice yes. and some lime. <laughs> She just made oh, a little yeah. shot. It was nice. <laughs> it's a, yes, yes, absolutely, yes. A shot, a shot is an underrated oh, uh, snack, snack, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so good. So you were saying that your impression of the movie has changed from 2006 to now. So do you remember what the circumstances were when you first saw it? So I think the first time I saw it, it was it, it was uh, you know it was getting this huge the- theatrical release. You know, mm-hmm. like I felt like. I don't know what studio, um, you know, this this comes from, but like it felt like whatever studio it was, they were like, "Hey, we got it!" Like, you know, there's an audience out there that yeah. like loves an existential crisis movie, <laughs> or you know, or yeah. or a movie about themselves. And so, like, I, I felt like it was highly marketed, and um, you know, this is like kind of on the heels of Harold and Kumar, obviously. So I think there was just sort of this like, you know, brown people in in, in cinema is is a thing. So. I think the reason I went to go see it was for Cal Penn. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I I think um, at that time, you know, he was like the most relatable, I guess, figure in in cinema for me. Uh, Prior to that, I was always like, whoever's Asian in the thing is in in the movie is going to be like the person I will sympathize with. When they die, I die. When they win, I win. And like... And it's like a weird thing, right? Because it's just like, well, this is not really my experience, but this is just like the cl- yeah. this is the closest thing to right. it. And like for years, I feel like brown people were just like, hey, you know, um, not quite it, but you know, like yeah. they get it, they understand, yeah. you know. So um, I think there was a lot of that, and I, I was surprised by Calpen's like you know dramatic mm-hmm. performance of it, and I I I, I don't. Like, you know, watching it this time, I'm like, you know, uh, Google or or however I'm supposed to say it is uh, (laughs) is uh, not a very likable character for a lot of it. No, he's a real self-hating piece of shit. Yeah, (laughs) I'm so fucking glad you brought that up because the whole time, like while I was thinking about like stories you told me about your parents, I was like, but Aditya would never treat his parents (laughs) like that. He's I like, know. I kept being like, like, "Be nice to your hot mom. Stop be nice it." To your hot ass nanny, like, like, sh- sh- okay. all right. Sorry, another tangent. She doesn't like, like they do everything for uh, Irfan Khan, like aging him over time, like mustache, gray hair, all that. Tabu, they do not touch at all. She gets a few grays. She gets a couple of grays. Real good at with the, the grays. Yeah. I was very into it. But, uh, <laughs> she is the same the whole way through for the most part. There, there are some stray grays, but she's she's serving. She's serving like you know, like young mom energy, and it is and young mom energy is like, hey, I'm still here, you know, like yeah. yeah. 
I will say she's really kind of like cornered the market on Hot Mom because I, yeah. I I I cannot highly I cannot recommend highly enough watching the movie Hater. Hey, it's one of my favorite movies. Um, it's mm. based on Hamlet, and so she plays the like Gertrude Ooh. character. And you're like, I get why he's so horny for his mom. Well, <laughs> she's really hot. <laughs> I'm watching that today. Um, <laughs> it's real, like sexy Oedipal stuff going on in that movie. Oof. <laughs> oh yeah, this looks hardcore. I cannot wait. It's so good. It's fucking incredible. But yeah, I mean, it is interesting that you bring up the the aging of the characters because I think that yeah. I mean something that I found so impressive about Irfan Khan in this movie is that like he plays the aging so beautifully and through like very, mm-hmm. very minor things, but like he, very minor he th- yeah. changes the way that he walks as he's like older yeah. throughout the film. Like and when he's younger, this... like yeah. when he's playing oh, yeah. in the opposite direction, I'm like, wow, he yeah. like when they flash back to him being younger, it's just like, uh, incredible. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wait yeah. a minute. How did I believe that this adult man was a young, right. <laughs> was a young guy? Because I believe he was thirty nine yeah. in this, and like I think he really, yeah, mm. just does a beautiful job of both aging down and aging up. There's a scene of him like walking, walking to the car or something, where like I just notice he has like this little like hitch in his step when he's mm. getting older, like just these like very minute details but that are just like so illustrative of like a man who's like lived life, you know? And it's oh god. I- Sorry. I really think about him when he's um, when, you know, he like is, I, I believe, in Michigan or, or mm. you know, somewhere in the Midwest. And he's like taking those like individual like walks by himself. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this yeah. image is like so uh, uh, it's so familiar to me. Mm. And, yeah. Um, but, you know, what? so I wanted to we mentioned like Gogol being like a very yes. unlikable yes. character. Go back. One yeah. of the very interesting like things about this movie is that it like implies this this like thing that happens to a lot of brown boys which is like dating a white woman and like what does mm. that brings a lot of like strange like feelings and like things to reconcile with and like i found a lot of it uncomfortably accurate and yeah. i like yeah. and like and and like watching it, I'm like so mad at him, but I'm also like, yo, I get it. Like I'm like your your sense of family. Yo, you're you have not celebrated Christmas like the other people have. And like yeah. I can understand there's a curiosity for it, but it's also like call your mom back. Just, just I'm like call like, your mom back, back, dog. Give your mom the phone number to the girlfriend's house so she doesn't have to yo, call the God. Line. Sorry, I'm sorry you're out here having fun with your little ninety-nine cent store uh Nicole Kidman, who by the way, I called her that before finding out she's actually Australian. Um, <laughs> hearing her cry and lapse back into her Australian accent. Um, oh God! Oh my gosh! Well, I mean, it is interesting because we had a recent episode where we talked about the Elaine May, Elaine May film, The Heartbreak Kid, and it's like, mm. yeah, this like sort of classic like assimilation story, especially for like young men. Of, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That like the idea that like basically having sex with a woman is like going to be what like makes your assimilation complete or something, and like seeing seeing these women as kind of like status God. symbols to like prove your Americanness or whatever. And like you know, in, in the Heartbreak Kid, it's like with you know a, a Jewish American, and like in this one, you know, yeah. Indian American. But it's it's still like this kind of yeah similar thing of like yeah trying to possess a woman to prove something about your identity and also trying to like please the american family i think there is like so much like 
self-loathing which is happening which is sort of like playing out here yeah. which is just like a brown boy being like i don't know how to exist with all of you and like right. you know what maybe i should just be white like i and like yeah and it's like yeah like i understand what what is leading here what yeah. what is like leading you here but it's like hey man read a book like it's like read a book read, read the book your dad got you how about that yeah like well, there's that great yeah. detail when he's uh, celebrating his birthday with the girlfriend's family and the birthday cake says happy birthday n-i-c-k oh. it's like oh yeah. these people are like very nice to him but like they clearly just have they no curiosity him about him like, <laughs> yeah. they call him fucking nick yeah oh. yeah yeah and the Not thing is like <laughs> I grew up with I grew up with like boys who like had the name Nikhil and like changed it to Nick and I'm and like that has been a thing that I've always like been like even just like discussing with myself of like would I want to shorten my name and yeah. like why or why not why and like why is it not like a good idea I will say you know like speaking of improv um you know, like, there would be these, like, you know, mixer type of events where it's just, like, a bunch of people who don't know each other to come up and do scenes yeah. and stuff. And I remember early on when I would go out for these things, you know, they'd be like, we're going to call up two people, Brian and Andrew, get on up here. And, like, you know, there's clapping, there's, like, <laughs> this, like, steady yeah! momentum which is going on. It's like, Isabel and Katrina, like, get up here. And then all of a sudden it's like, all right, um, uh, Paul and um, uh, uh, a, uh, uh, a D and like, then it's just mangled and you're just like, yeah, it's me. Yeah, I'm, I'm the fucker. I will leave. That's, I, uh, <laughs> that's why, that's Sorry. why. Non-white people don't do improv is for those <laughs> moments. Yeah, sorry I tricked you with my name. Um. <laughs> and it's just like, it's such a, yeah, it's so humiliating. But also, like, there is something about you. It's like, well, you see me for once. And uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. I think, like, this this movie just has a way of, like, touching on these, like, very, like, small moments which are deeply embarrassing or difficult and you know you just kind of like deal with it and move on yeah. and I think I see that now like I see that now having you know watched it sort of I think I yeah watched it sort of recently and it's just like all these I don't know there's just shit that happens where you're like man I'm just gonna put this away to deal with later <laughs> <laughs> well, you are in therapy now so yeah <laughs> you know it's yeah. going great <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it is interesting, like, seeing the difference between, you know, the Gogol character and his parents, because, I mean, you know, while the parents are definitely, you know, dealing with a lot of difficult things, like being away from home and, like, adapting to a new culture and stuff, like, they do have a very specific identity of, like, we are Indian, we're immigrants here, like, so they kind of, they know their place in the world, you know, and I think that, like, so much of his, like, shitheadness is, like, the fact that he just doesn't quite know where he fits anywhere. Yeah, yeah. How do you, yeah, how do you, like, how how do you embrace um, being Indian and how do you embrace being American together? Mm -hmm. It just, it doesn't fit. And it's, like, the question that we just continue to ask ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And it is interesting, I, mean, it... I think, that, like, he struggles with it so much and the, the women seem to adapt more quickly or maybe are able to hold those different identities at once. Because, I mean, like, his sister seems, like, very comfortable with who she is and, like, you know, his 
French speaking wife, like, you know, clearly has like a very specific identity of her own that like, she doesn't feel the need to like subscribe to like one thing. And maybe it's possibly her being like, you know, kind of like a person of the world who's like from London and then moved to New York and then was in Paris. But yeah, yeah, they seem like a little more comfortable with like holding multiple things at once in them, you know? I mean, I will say it's, I'll go for it. No, 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 you go. I, I have a, an idea that's n- not very fun, but. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was just going to say, um, well, one, I think one thing I remember is like with the sister is like, yeah, we don't hear from her a lot. We don't see like, shit from her. Yeah. <laughs> but there is like a moment where I'm like, oh, I guess like she's going through a goth phase, I guess. Yeah. Like, and and, and, and like, we don't. And I'm like. Wait, were there more scenes of her going through the goth phase? Because like I, I... want to see the spinoff of what's going on with her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah don't feel like comes uh, home with her non-Indian fiance, and like the you know the wife is like, oh, do you not mind that he's not Bengali? And they're like, oh, we don't care. Yeah, yeah we're chilling. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, what's your uh, depressing? So thing yeah, that you wanted to see, Michael. Um, I think one of the reasons I think that a lot of the women have an easier time. And Cal uh, Penn's character, Gogol, is having a harder time. I don't know. There's this idea that I have in my head that American men are brought up with an absolute uh, lack of integrity um, <laughs> and like lack of being like an integrated being. And so you wear mm-hmm. many different faces for the um, for like the, the different audiences that you're in front of. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is just, you know, this is just me getting hooked on bell hooks. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's one thing that I, I think about. And on some level, I was like, fuck this guy, but also fuck me too. Uh, cause I, I you know, have yeah, ex- I agree. Experience, a lot of know, different masks, a lot of different masks. It, it, it's funny, right? Like when it's, when, when you're around, like when I'm in a room, like full of Brown folks, like it is one vibe when I, when it is me. And like a, a diverse group, it's another, mm. it's another thing. When it's me in a room full of white people, very different thing. Like so, I do not know who I am in a room full of. <laughs> like I work around all white people all day, man. Like, yeah. oh god, I do not like who I become when I'm around these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's 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 like it's true. I don't know, like. The way that that movie talks about, like, the way, um, you know, like, how hard it is to be seen as someone who's, yeah. like, straddling the line or whatever, yeah. I found just to be, like, super effective to the point that, like, today, you know, in my, like, neighborhood, I'll see I there's, like, a fair number of, like, um, you know, inter- interracial couples. And yeah. I will I will see, like, you know, um, uh, a, a like a brown person and a white person who are married, have kids and stuff. And I just like the thought that I have in my head is like, wow, you guys like work through it all. Like you guys really <laughs> got like understand each other to be this far in the relationship takes like takes work. Cause like, yeah, as yeah. you see in this movie, it's just like the number of like, you know, times where it's easy for there to be a miscommunication or like, you know, a role gets kind of like, confused or you know you feel like you're erased or whatever is uh there's so many of those those like um moments so that like i feel like when i see interracial couples like i probably at first was like i don't get this this is so weird and now i'm like 
now I'm just like, wow, like you guys did it. You guys really did it. Uh, as a person in an, uh, I guess, uh, multi, I don't even know like what we're, I don't even really use any of these words anymore. Um, an interracial relationship. Um, like there are times where I'm just like, I'll see other folks out in the world and I'll be like, uh, good for you. Other times where I am casting that fucking shade. Um, <laughs> especially like anytime I look at Joshua Jackson, um, and oh, God, oh, I forgot yeah. the name of the actor, but anytime I, his like, anytime I see them, I don't even know the act, the actor's names. Like, <laughs> uh, anytime I see them, I'm just like, Oh, Oh, Oh my God. Like I got to talk to my mom about this. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> I believe? believe he cheated on her. What? I know. Oh, I damn. Know. Shit. I told you. <laughs> since, I know your name. You, you sensed it. <laughs> I told you he wasn't shit. Oh, my God. Yo, but it is these... in the movie that, like, I like that we see the two relationships with the girlfriend and then with the I'm wife. so glad and we they, see both of them. Yeah, because it is, I mean, yeah, God, that marriage is, like, so brutal. And, like, that she has that line where she's, like, us both being Bengali is, like, not enough. Like, do, what do we actually have in common and it's like yeah and so you realize that like yeah there are issues like you say the you know people who have successful relationships they like do the work and that this is clearly a man who's not quite capable yet of doing that work um and so like even if there are all these like external factors that he thinks is going to make his relationship better um it yeah it just doesn't work because he's not able to like know himself yet you know <sighs> And that like knowing of yourself when I think about it, like, yeah, I feel like I've told I've I've like for years been like, yeah, I know myself, like I know I know <laughs> yeah. it, or, and then like, and then all of a sudden there's a thing that is just is unexplainable, and then you realize like, oh, it's because like no one understands me. Got it. I, I see. Like, <laughs> and and like when you I don't know when you like pull back to these root causes is like mm. of oh oh it's because i'm like scared of being judged or oh it's yeah. because like i'm fearful of not being thought of as as a man or whatever mm. it's yeah it's it's incredible i mean and like i think that's kind of like the beauty of the soup and also mm. like where it's really frustrating to live in america where there's yeah. our identities are made up of like infinite dimensions or whatever that yeah. obviously there's going to be ways in which you know like you know, uh, certain, whatever we call it, inter interracial, you know, yeah. relationships, mm -hmm. like, of course, there are going to be issues. And like, of course, yeah, but being Bengali is not going to be enough. And, mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know, I mean, it just like makes it makes you like, sort of think just um, it's it's just harder, it's harder to date. And of course, you know, yeah. of course, uh, it makes sense as, as to why that would be. Right. So, going a, a left turn here uh so one of the things that we like to ask people on this show is do you remember your first movie crush your sort of like formative like sexual awakening <laughs> you know so like this is a really interesting question because i was like thinking back and there are two moments that like pop into my head so the first was seeing titanic in theaters and oh like, my god and and like you know that's kind of a that's it's a vibe that whole movie is a vibe yeah. it's just like you know sex it's all car. it's <laughs> sex in the car yeah, the also, also like you know paint, paint, painting her as like one of his french girls was just that was a, a real defining moment for me and um 
you know, like I, I think I was confused more than anything. And uh, I was like, wait, do people actually get naked on screen? Like that didn't, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was of the age and probably uncomfortable with my body to the extent I was like, wait, people do this. And uh, so that was, that was one moment. Then I would say the second moment was my one of my first rated R films, which was Ooh. Monty Python. Uh, what's the meaning <laughs> of life? Hell? And oh, meaning of no life. meaning of life. And and like also, this is sort of like a sketch movie. And yeah. like there is a scene where there's just like a score yeah. of topless women running on the beach, and I am I am nine and. Um, thinking to myself what like what in the world what i've thought about this scene for 25 years and i'm just you know like i haven't seen the movie again since and oh my god you weren't popping a boner during the mr creosote scene where the guy (laughs) that guy explodes (laughs) yeah absolutely when when that happened I was just like, this is going to define the relationships that I would like to have in the future, which oh has led God. me to all the people that it should have led me to. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Well, to, you know, sidetrack a little bit, but I mean, speaking of, you know, can they do this? Can they be naked on screen? The sex scene in the namesake is so hot. You see so little skin. Like they are like fully clothed. Oh, but, God. Oh, my God. It's it is it is so spicy. And like, I feel like Mira yeah. Nair is so good at like observing these like very small moments. Like there's like a bit where like it, the camera, this isn't a different scene, but it, like where she's on the phone taboo and like she, her sorry, like gets wrapped around the phone cord and it, like it cuts to a shot of her like flipping it over the phone cord. And I was like, I would have never thought to put like a specific shot of that. And like, she does the same thing in the sex scene where it's like, you see her ankles, you see his hand, yeah. like, on her belly like it's so sexy yeah i feel like that was like mira nair saying we can sex it up for everybody yeah like i like the older like the older generations like ooh, ankles and then like and then us it was like ooh, tummy Oh my gosh. Yeah, I love uh, sexy scenes uh, like in a theater full of older people. Like I saw when it first came out, uh, that movie Deli Belly. And there's a scene Mm. of, there's like a blowjob scene. No, it's not a blowjob. It's a cunnilingus scene. But it's like basically just like, um, I'm trying to remember who it was, which actor it was. But he's like under the covers and like clearly it's implied that he's like eating her out. And then he pops his head out. And every like auntie in the theater went insane. They were like, So good. <laughs> I I mean I have I have obviously seen this movie like the namesake even with my with my mom and I think my dad even and like Ooh. I'm trying to think like what the what I was feel I was probably feeling all sorts of uncomfortable but I generally feel uncomfortable so around I, yeah. <laughs> my parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so like I'm just trying to think about whether I probably just blocked it all out. I probably just blocked it all out. It's deeply repressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I probably we never had those conversations. They were right. just like oh, damn. off you go. <laughs> well, you made mention of your dad a few times. So I mean what what was it like watching this movie with your dad? And like I mean, have you guys talked about it ever? <laughs> we haven't, but like you know, I, I think 
I, I, I've like spoken to my mom more about it, but I think a lot of it was he, you know, my parents, they, theirs was a love marriage. And, um, you know, so as a result, it, it was going against the wishes of their parents. And so they kind of like walked away. My, my dad walked away from his family wow. to marry my mom. And my mom's parents were like, we're not sure of this guy, we're, but like, we trust you. Yeah. And so like, imagine that. And then they just like go to another country. They go to right. Oklahoma. Okay, like, Oklahoma. That's where, <laughs> that's wow. where we're going to start a family. And uh, you know, shout out to everybody in Oklahoma, but like, <laughs> I'm just not sure if it's for us. Um, but like, what was, I, I mean, my, my, um, my mom talks about like my dad was super nervous and mm-hmm. uh, you know, part of it is like, you know, he doesn't have the backing of his family. And so he has right. to figure it out. And he's also super uncomfortable with his English at that time. Oh, okay. And so like, he was really scared to pick up the phone. You know, my mom mm-hmm. kind of did like the talking for them. So like, I think there was just like a lot of like fear and um, you know, as a result of that fear, a lot of that gets pushed down. And I think right. that's what, that's where I think about like, how much more, how much easier would it have been with like mm. a larger community that has your back in a way? Right. And, um, you know, I think those like behaviors just kind of foster like a general mm. sort of, uh, I don't know, like he, he, when I, when I think about my dad, you know, he's a strong person, but he's not a person who will ever come to me and be like, Hey, I'm scared. And I think, you know, again, it comes, right. it comes back to what, you know, when I watch this movie, I'm like, wow, this is a man who is like yeah. super, um, you know, he's free with his feelings. He, he, mm. he's not trying to hide anything. He's not trying to suppress. And yeah. it makes for a really, you know, beautiful performance. And also just like someone that you want, aspire to want to be. That's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's so I, beautiful. I feel like I was really rambling there, but I think I just no. got caught up in the spirit. I got caught up in the spirit of Irfan Khan, you know? Just yeah. <laughs> no, not rambling at all. I mean, that was. I think that's I like the perfect way to like yeah. package, uh, to sum it up. And um, also, like, uh, I knew this was going to be an aspirational crush. Um, <laughs> these are my favorite crushes to, to talk about. Uh, yeah. The people who are like, oh man, this person's so attractive. Yeah. Uh, I also want to be them. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And gone too soon. Like Jesus. I mean, he died a couple yeah. years ago. 53, which is crazy, crazy. I know. And like just thinking about, I mean, one of my, so yeah, I mentioned the movies, uh, Macbul and Heather that he did with the director Vishal Barthwaj, who is one of my favorite directors working right now. And my first thought when he passed was like, oh my God, I can't believe, I mean, so he did the Macbeth, he did Hamlet, and I was just so looking forward to him someday doing a King Lear with the- Oh, and he would just, fucking nail King Lear. Oh, yeah. I never got to do it. But anyway, on that bummer of a note, so what are some <laughs> movies we would pair with the namesake? Mm. Michael, you want to start us off? <laughs> uh, absolutely. Um, so I was thinking about a couple movies and my brain was wavering between, um, I was thinking a lot about parental origin stories mm. and I was thinking a lot about Moonlight, which I've definitely said Ooh. before mm. on this. Um, never so, a bad time to talk about Moonlight though. Never a bad yeah. time to talk about Moonlight, but uh, to suggest something different, um, Crooklyn is the one that I would definitely uh, go with. 
mm-hmm. um, as a good pairing for for this one. Oh, that's perfect. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. He, he, Forrest Whitaker sitting next to Irfan Khan. I'd like, I, oh. I would like to see those improv scenes, please. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yes. And, uh, also, Delroy Lindo has oh, a very... Yes. Oh, Delroy Lindo has a very similar kind of uh, vibe mm. to Irfan Khan, I think. Um, yeah, so. I can see that. Uh, and my boy Vondi Curtis Hall is also in this. Um, yes. who we spoke about on her. <laughs> Which I am very embarrassed that I said on the last episode um, how much I liked the movie Gridlocked and didn't realize he was the director of Gridlocked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I didn't cool. realize. Oh my god! So anyway, if you haven't seen Gridlocked, check it out. Tim Roth, uh, Tupac. Uh, <laughs> <It's great>. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So Aditya, like, what would you pair with this? You know, I have like a few thoughts about this. I think like, um, you know, like I, I feel like from a tonal perspective, Harold and Kumar is a fun like one. It's like though. it's sort of like another. Co- it's like another like it's the other side of the coin. I feel like it's like, yeah. you know, like brown boys trying to figure it out. And it's like, who are the people who are around them who right. are they're figuring it out with other like kids of immigrants who aren't necessarily brown um but another one and it's a it's a mirror nair uh flick as well is uh monsoon wedding i mean it's it kind of this sort of like it's it's very much about family it's about family in in you know the course of a of a wedding and obviously within a wedding there's like all this crazy stuff that happens and you know like you know, uh, tempers flare, et cetera. But like, there's some really interesting, I think, familial dynamics. And I think there's even some interesting, like, um, interplay of, you know, family that's not necessarily based in India. I think there Mm -hmm. are some folks that are based in like um, England and maybe even America as well. So like, I think it it sort of plays out some of these like weird miscommunications and dynamics. Um, And I had a third one as well. which is Return to Soul, which is currently oh, yeah. in theaters. I saw that recently, and it had like a, um, it was so good, first of all, and uh, it had sort of a similar vibe of like mm-hmm. this woman, you know, in at various points of her life coming to to Korea, where you know that's where her family is based, but she has a different sort of identity to it. So, oh, wow. you know, they're yeah, they're out there. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if the monsoon wedding Broadway musical is ever going to happen because they have been workshopping that for years. And my my man, Michelle yeah. Bertwatch, wrote the music. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I've been seeing like I've been seeing like spots for that. And I'm like not sure whether I should be excited about it or not. But yeah, I don't know. I dated a guy who was uh, the assistant music director on a workshop of it. And uh wow. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't hear great things from him, but I think he also <laughs> did not understand the movie. So, so yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if that ever comes to Broadway. I will definitely be there if it does. Um, for my pairing, the immediate first thing that I thought of, especially um, considering Irfan Khan's character, is um, Apur Shanchar, or uh, The World of Apu, the Shadajit Rai movie from 1959. Yeah. Um, it's one of my favorite films, and I you know, speaking of the like gentle masculinity that Irfan Khan has in this movie, I think that Shmitra Chatterjee has the same thing in that film. Yeah. I think, um, if people haven't seen it, um, it's sort of like inciting incident in the movie. It's part of the, the Apu trilogy. Um, this is the last yeah. one. 
Um, and the sort of like inciting incident is that um, there like is a marriage that's about to take place and the groom like goes insane. <laughs> and so uh, at the last minute, uh, Apu steps in and marries this like complete stranger. Um, wow. but yeah, you see the like building of their relationship, like going from being these total strangers to like falling like deeply in love with each other just through these like little acts of kindness that they that they extend to each other. Um, but yeah, it really it really felt similar in terms of like this framing of this kind of like, yeah, kind masculinity that I really love yeah. and that I find incredibly hot. <laughs> so yes, that would be yes. mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where are, yeah. Kind boys. Where are you? Kind we boys. Love kind boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think we're, we're running out of time, but we do have one last segment, which is the namesake game. Uh, oh. so, so this is a game uh, in which I will uh, read out the uh, birth name of an actor, and you have to tell me uh, who who the state the stage name of the person. This is a famous okay. person, famous actor. I'll give you their real name, and then uh, yeah, buzz in by saying buzz <laughs> if you think you know the answer buzz got right. it buzz <laughs> so number 1 okay this actor uh was born margarita carmen cancino this is old hollywood margarita cameron Con- cancino carmen <laughs> cameron wait what, wait, what? <laughs> margarita carmen cancino and she has a very not spanish name uh, as her stage name she mm, famously I have a guess. made world war ii guys horny yes <laughs> she what she, she famously what was made world war ii guys very horny <laughs> oh world war ii guys very horny. uh buzz 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 michael yeah is this uh i'm just guessing is this rita hayworth yes oh my god my Whoa. god so <laughs> <laughs> that is very that great yeah. It was the, it was amazing. it was the hint. It was the World War Two guys horny. Like yeah, all those guys were jacking off to Rita Hayworth. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They were in, in Germany. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. Uh, yes, Shawshank. Yeah. Yes. So she made all the GIs <laughs> horny. Yeah. <laughs> that was Rita Hayworth. Oh wow. Okay, this next one is a little Let's bit easier. <laughs> Natalie Hirschlag. Natalie Hirschlag. She kept Her the name. first name, oh, but God. changed the last name. How could I not remember her last name? I know what you're talking 2023, about. 2023, uh, Jewish actors still change their names. Natalie. Uh, Natalie. Natalie, Natalie. Hirschleg. She I sent know. some very cringe emails with Jonathan Safran Foer. I know. She sent great published in the New York Times. She was in Garden State. She was in Star Wars. I just can't yeah. remember her oh, name. Oh, Natalie Portman? Yeah, ding, 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 Natalie oh. Hirschlag. <laughs> Nay, Natalie Hirschlag. <laughs> I would love if she went back to Hirschlag. I think she's in the I part of her career where she could. She... <laughs> right? <laughs> I think you can do it once you're that famous. Like, you can go from, yeah. you know, Courtney Cox to Courtney Cox Arquette to Courtney Cox again. Like, yeah. if you're famous yeah. enough, you can do it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Hashtag... like Bobo's wife who had to keep her name. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know what? Hashtag Hirschlag, you know? <laughs> Hashtag Hirschlag. <laughs> All right, <laughs> number three. Karen Elaine Johnson. Karen Elaine Johnson. Elaine Johnson. Famously changed her last her first name uh to uh inspired by a toy that sounds like farts. Oh, uh, ding ding, buzz, uh-huh. uh, Whoopi Goldberg. 
Whoopi Goldberg. That's wow. right. <laughs> Nay, Karen Elaine Johnson. Okay, number wow. four. Vera Chocolingham. Vera Chocolingham. No one knows the identity of her baby daddy, but we all assume it is her co-star from a sitcom. Dang. She, uh, hmm, what else, what else, what else? Give me more of these hints. I like these hints. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm really, yeah, I'm really, yeah. Give me one of these hints. She uh, became famous for cracking jokes in a workplace on what? TV. Cracking uh, jokes in a workplace. People on Twitter do not like her, mm. even though I think she's very funny. Oh, are you talking about Leah Michelle? Nope. What's <laughs> 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 named Vera Chocolinga? <laughs> I was, I was, I was what thinking, a, what a leap. I, I was thinking like Mindy Kaling or someone. Ooh, ding, 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 ding. Mindy Kaling. Whoa. Oh, snap. You know what's really funny about that? You're like, she's not very likable. And I was like, who is someone in the. <laughs> I am a Mindy Kaling defender. I watched the Mindy Project again recently, and it's a very good sitcom. I will defend her. I know she's problematic in some ways, but. She's very funny. Yeah. All right. I'm happy for the culture, but I just yeah, yeah. don't pay enough attention to her. Fair enough. <laughs> Listen, if you haven't seen The Mindy Project, I highly recommend. All right. The last one is very easy, uh, so be ready to jump in. Okay. This actor's birth name was Kalpen Suresh Modi. Oh, Kalpen, yeah. Oh, uh, all right. So I'm going to buzz. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh <laughs> So that one uh, I should have gotten because I've been reading this man's uh, Wikipedia like all damn day. Um, so I'm I'm happy to lose the round, but also just uh, implore all of you to check out his Wikipedia page, uh, specifically the year 2006, where he just booked, he had a movie called Man About Town where he played a character named Alan Feinberg. Uh, bachelor Love party it. vegas the namesake superman returns big bucks Damn. uh deck oh, the halls yeah. and uh van wilder the rise of taj Damn. booked um, and blessed van look. wilder rise of taj this is this that is stuff to talk about right there yeah, this is vegas. That's what i will have you back to talk about van wilder the rise of taj that is so controversial that is such a controversial role in retrospect oh it's, my god it's controversial yeah mm. yeah um, like what no, was no one has said his name ah <laughs> uh. What was our man thinking about at that time? Maybe he needed some money. Maybe he was going through something. I mean, on, he wanted to buy a house. You know? Yeah, he wanted yeah, money. He, wanted honestly, he was using his talent I, to make I, some bucks. Think about how many him. roles they write for you know for anybody else that isn't a fucking uh, straight white man. Which he he's had not to save up before he dipped and worked for the Obama administration, you know. Honestly, <laughs> I get it. I get it. You know what? There, we there are no pensions. There there isn't health care. Rise of Taj, it's gonna make it happen. But wasn't he on House also? Yeah. He was on House. Yeah. Yes. You know that guy's getting some sweet residual. Yeah. 
You know, what would be fun to do is to look back at Cal Penn's career and just put on our uh, brown auntie hat and just be like, oh, this was a very stable yeah. part yeah. of your career. That's so, <laughs> that's so good. I feel like there's a lot oh of moments in Cal oh. You know, that's what I mean. Like, there are certain decisions that we make where it just doesn't leave us. It's It's there. And, like, I see it. He's made a lot of really good choices now that I'm looking at the Wikipedia. I'm like, these yeah. are good jobs. These are yeah. good like, jobs. If I was his mom, I'd be so proud of him. Yeah. Damn. And uh, he was also in the Santa Clauses um, recently. <laughs> good for him, you know? As the new Santa Claus. This That's like money. All of this shit is money. All this shit is like... Did they He's decide getting... that Tim Allen was too problematic? So, so yeah, they had to knock him off. The, they had to they kill, had to kill him, and, and uh, bring the new Santa. Yeah. yeah, and he's—I believe he's the new Santa in it. Wow. Um, well, you know, I will. This say... is... Oh, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say this is this is the uh, this is the sign of progress where uh, yes. you know where you can just you can cast a brown dude as uh, Santa as Santa people... baby. And white people are just not going to bat an eyelash. They're just like, yeah, it was always like this. You yeah. know what? 11 episodes, Disney Plus, choke it down, white America. Okay? Merry <laughs> Christmas, motherfuckers. Well, I think I think he's the only one who actually said the name Cal Penn. So the yeah, 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 yeah. You win the namesake game. What a treat! Yes. <laughs> um, the prize of the namesake game is getting to keep your name. So I have now lost mine. Uh, and please go on Twitter, go on Instagram. Please give me help me yeah. discover my new name. We'll crowdsource Michael's name going forward. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Former, uh, the artist formerly known as Michael. Well, this has been an absolute delight. Oh my gosh, what fun! Aditya, where can people find you, and do you have anything coming up that people should look out for? First of all, thank you guys so much for having me. This was so much fun. I'm so glad that I could get my existential trauma <laughs> off my chest and into <laughs> in, into everybody else's mind. Um, I don't have insurance, so uh, Perfect. I will. I, I'm happy to fill out one of those forms uh, with Perfect. my income and everything. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm here. I'm around. Uh, Michael and I do a show together um, with a, another group called Factor Fiction, and we do that at the Magnet Theater. Um, we have a show coming up this Friday, uh, 10 p.m. So come hang out right. and. Um, that would be yeah that would be awesome and we have uh more things in the future uh yeah i'm, I'm also on instagram it's uh brotiv so uh i don't know you can you can follow me on there i'll just be making you know jokes about uh trying to figure myself out so uh, yeah, yeah man, go, we're all go, doing go, the go. same thing yeah, go, go. yeah so go yeah so but yeah thank you again guys this was so so fun yeah, this was a delight. And Michael, where can people find us? Uh, Y'all can find us on all social media at Everyone is Hot Pod. That's every number one is Hot Pod. Um, and if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere where you can rate us, uh, please rate us uh, five stars or you are going to regret it one day um, exactly. at some point in the future. You'll look back and <laughs> you'll just be like, wow, I should have given them a little bit more credit. A little yeah. bit more love, but now they're, you know. You will regret gone. it more than 
Gogol regretted not showing his father enough love. Yeah. Yeah. You'll exactly. also be crying into your mattress. So it's just exactly. be on the right side of history. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Tell your parents well, you love them. Yes. Yeah. Call your mom. Yes. One <laughs> you take away from this show. Call your fucking yeah. parents. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is so fun. And Michael, I think that there's one thing we would like for the listeners to do. Stay horny. horny. I like that we end with telling people to call their parents. Call yeah, your parents. Call your parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.